0: This is going to hurt. hurt. It's time time for the Suffering Suffering Podcast. Podcast. We are born into a world never knowing anything different than the abilities that we're given. With very little difficulty, children are able to run, talk, learn, and associate with those around them. Parents get to enjoy the small victories that their offspring make with very little effort. Take away a capability and the game changes. The loss of a limb may make activity a challenge. A developmental restriction may limit the ability to talk or curb learning. Change appearance and the association with those around them may be altered. A child is a child, regardless of any special needs. Being born with limits, restrictions, or without does not make those children bring any less joy. On the contrary, they bring an added perspective to further appreciate what many may take for granted. I'm Kevin Donaldson here with Mike And On this episode of the Suffering Podcast, we sit down with Todd Smith to discuss special needs athletes. This is the first time in the history of this show that we removed the word suffering from our title, and that's because of the joy these kids bring. Todd, thanks so much for traveling all this way to come and sit with us. Thank you for having me. Before we get into anything, let's talk about our uh, marquee sponsor, and that's Toyota of Hackensack. We buy our cars from Toyota because we don't trust anybody and we know we can trust them, so go to toyotahackensack and let them find you a car. Todd, we've waited probably what do you say, year and a half at least? Yeah, it's over a year. We've had you schedule multiple times. You're a busy dude, so you know having you in here to discuss this topic, which I know is very dear to Mike's heart, because he talks about. Special Olympics constantly and his involvement and the joy that it brings him.
1: Well, you you know what? And, and that's the reason I wanted Todd in here because Todd, Todd emboldens what Special Olympics is all about. I mean, I've never met someone with a bigger heart than Todd in all of my life.
0: It's a, it's a tough thing. You know, it's, it's bitter. It's a bittersweet because athletes, athletics to bring certain things out in children of all on all walks of life there's nothing better for it. And I, I'm a big believer in that. And your son, your son, is, what's your son's name? Jake, oh, Jake, Jake.
1: <laughs> he's so, like, he's like, he's like special Olympic glorified.
0: I and mean, you see Jake. I mean, he's like, he,
1: he, he's he, like the poster child. He really is. He, I was, I was going to say poster child, but I didn't think that was, I, no, I did I see know. one
0: picture of Jake before you came in here. And it's you in uniform I, hugging I, him. It's a very beautiful picture. My favorite, my favorite Opening picture, ever, my favorite picture ever. <laughs> It's you hugging Jake, and we're we're gonna we're gonna put that up every week. We take a question from one of our audience members. This week we get one from JoJo fifty five, and JoJo writes, "How do words hurt?" And I thought this was an apt one for you because there is a word in the special needs community that is as volatile as any word out there. But before we talk about that word, but how do you think words can affect and change people's perspective?
2: People that don't know athletes—I don't know—it's kind of like a stigma. They're—I don't know if they're afraid of them or they just tend to back off a little. Well, they
1: just don't know.
2: Yeah, it's it's fear of the unknown. It's yeah. human nature. Yeah.
0: Well, it's it's very easy to to label something and categorize something. It just makes things fit in our minds a little bit better. And you know, I I don't know this for certain, but I think a lot of people who misuse words. Do so because that's either how they grew up, and I don't know whether they do it out of meanness.
2: Hey, some people—it's their norm.
0: It's a, it's how they were taught. You know, you were taught with different vernacular than you're allowed to use now. I'm sure. Like I said, though,
1: it's the fear of the unknown. You know, if you don't know the word hurts, does it really hurt? Right. You know I mean, growing sure. up as a kid, if someone called you a jerk, you know, what what does jerk really mean? You know, good point. Now, now that we're older, if someone calls us. A different name; it's really not going to hurt us as much as it hurts when you are a child.
0: So one of the one of the greatest stories is that book right there, Fourteenth and Second, by Charlie Ciferelli. He's a good friend of ours, and Charlie had an addiction problem when he was when he was younger. And my common vernacular, because of being a cop for so long, was they're junkies. Well, that's changed, all right. And, and I was changed by Charlie. It's like you really shouldn't be calling them junkies because they, they have an addiction. And as somebody who had an addiction, I had an addiction. I understand that. Like, nobody wants to be called a junkie. No, I do, too. Yeah. I, I didn't know you could be addicted to penis. <laughs> <laughs> do we make 30 seconds? <laughs> <laughs> Mike, what do you think? How do words hurt?
1: I forgot. I forgot that 30-second rule. Um, like I said, words could hurt. Whether, whether You may mean it as a joke. You know, something may come out of your mouth just as a jerk. You know, look, or as a joke, like I said, I may call you an idiot or, you know, I may call you something that to me is just common vernacular, but to someone else it may hurt. Calling you, somebody you don't, stupid. Yeah. Calling someone stupid. Calling someone an idiot. Calling someone stupid. Those words may hurt someone because yeah. you don't know their mindset at the time you're talking to them, at the time you're saying that to them.
2: If they don't have a high confidence level. Yeah, exactly. Like us, you know, we've been around and, you
1: know. Police officer too for thirty years. Mm. Yeah, exactly. You've been you've been you've been. And called I grew up ev- in North Jersey, so you've been called every word in the book. You know, but do you think that 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 criminal that was calling you that those words? Do you think that criminal actually thought those words, or was it just coming off the top of his head? Or do you? No, no, I'm sure he was trying yeah. to hurt me. Yeah, well, there's I, two. There's two. So absolutely, that,
0: that's my portion of it. There's two different types when you use harmful words. There's two places that it comes from, and it's it all has to do with intent. All right, there's those people who grew up that way. You know, where I grew up, the section, the section of of New Jersey where I grew up, we 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 were all different races, but we called each other those races. We call we did <laughs> absolutely. We called each other those races, but there was no intent behind it. It was like I'll call you this, but nobody else can call you this. And then there's the people who do it to hurt you, the, that criminal you were talking about, or if somebody is is trying their best to get a rise out of somebody, they may use inflammatory vocabulary in order to evoke some sort of emotion. Get under your skin. A little yeah. bit of a bully. Yeah. Right. And it, it some and more times than not, it works. It works. <laughs> but you you know, you're also doing it here here in all fairness, when people do that, they're doing it to people who they know can defend themselves. At least you hope so.
1: You like, I, I used to call it all the time, you know, I'm half Italian, so I gotta say it. You're getting my guinea up. Mm. But if someone called you a guinea or called me a guinea, you know, I'd be pissed off, but it's getting my guinea up, which oh, means absolutely. which means I'm about to get fucking pissed off.
0: My I, favorite I was, grew
1: up in Pollock <laughs> Valley. <laughs> my, Across the street was you know Guinea Heights. Now
0: my my <laughs> uncle, <laughs> we, we had all those sections: Mick Hill, Guinea Heights. <laughs> One of my uncles lived, grew up in uh, the Polish section in Brooklyn, and he married a Polish girl. He's an Irish guy. He used to go, he liked to fight though. He used to go into the bar. Imagine and, that. He, <laughs> yeah, go he, figure. He used to he used to go into the bar and tell polish jokes until somebody fought him, <laughs> and that was a that's an example sounds like where i grew up it, that's a that's an example of somebody using that inflammatory vocabulary it what, into you, it. well yeah. you know there's
1: only one polish joke the rest are true <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry for all the polish it, it's a joke i'm gonna I'm get Di- i'm gonna get They're diana in here <laughs> diana's gonna <laughs> kick She's your gonna ass. ass not the first
0: time i got my ass kicked in the studio <laughs> and anyway, we have a good friend who was actually born in poland and yeah, she took it kind of rough in here. So this episode has been a year and a half in planning, and the funny thing is, I had the original outline that I drew up for when we first proposed you to have to come in, and although it's very similar, a lot of stuff has changed in here because we've learned a thing or two about where the the direction of the show we need to go in order to change people's minds. It's kind of what we're going to do here. We're gonna we're gonna open some people's eyes.
1: But you know what, Kevin? I mean, it comes down to hurtful words mm. that. There, there are certain things in Special Olympics because, you know, obviously Todd's involved in the Special Olympics community and so am I. But you're not as involved as we are. And we know the hurtful words and and the catchphrases that we really can't say. Hmm. When, we, when we were prepping for this show, we went through a whole thing about you can say this, you can't say that, you can't say this.
0: Well, let's get that out there. Let's <clears throat> get that out there. We all know the big word and we're not going to say it because we're not going to give credence to that word, but it's the R word as it relates to children with special needs across the board, not just athletes. And it also was a nice little segue from our social media question. Um, That word, it's my understanding is as bad as any racial term out there, inflammatory term. And I think it kind of goes back to the, they don't, a, a lot of the special needs kids may not have the mental acuity to a, understand that somebody is saying that, or b the, the, the fortitude to fight back is that, would that be a fair statement or do they know? Oh, they know they know. Oh, Oh, Yeah. Once
1: that word is said in front of special Olympics people, I mean, it's like, it's not when people are being talking
0: down to them or derogatives or absolutely. Well, that word, what kind of weight in the community does that, does that word hold? Is it fighting words? Oh, it's definitely fighting words.
2: Yeah. 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 You know, it's the word itself is just, you know, Slow down.
1: Yeah. I mean, it, it's in it's a like,
2: dictionary. Yeah. It's like you know, every it's, other word that, yeah. you know, got it's twisted it's, and bastardized and
0: slow growth. Yeah. yeah. Slow, slow growth. But they, they changed it to, to mean slow growth. But a lot of ways, the special needs kids are above everybody else in a lot of ways. They, oh, absolutely. They, they love better. Without doubt. hundred percent.
2: Well, they, what I tell people, they never learn racism. They never learn hatred. Yeah. They're always happy. They're always cared for. So who got screwed?
0: So who should the R word apply to? It's Probably <laughs> everybody else. else. Uh,
2: yeah. probably I mean, it's. growing up, we use that on each other.
0: Well, there's a, there's oh, another one, without doubt. There's we, a, there's another one as a as it pertains to Down syndrome kids, because <clears> and I use this term because one of my cousins has Down syndrome. They were mongoloids, and that was yes. the, that was yeah. the accepted term. Uh, and there was nothing. There was no hatred behind it. There was no and it there was know, no ill will. No, and the R no. word was the same thing. There was no ill will behind it, but that word, it's an ugly word. Really, <laughs> I don't even know where that word came from. I don't even know what it means. I, I always thought it meant like a, a Mongol from like Genghis Khan and stuff. That's what I thought it was when I was a kid because I heard it so much. Yeah. Yeah. But what are some other, are there any other terms that are that are as visceral as that one? No, that's pretty, uh, <laughs> I
2: was,
0: was going to you know, There's,
1: if you call someone like a Kevin Donaldson, you know, then, I mean, that that hurts. That hurts. That hurts. Mm-hmm. I mean, nobody ever called, better call me Kevin. It would up your status. That's <laughs> what it
0: would do. <laughs> you can't call a, a Labrador a French poodle, it might get offended. <laughs> um, But that, so they know that's, see, that makes it, that makes that word worse if they know.
2: They're very cognizant of everything.
0: And they was, really are. They, they, they take in so much. You don't think they're taking
1: things in, but they're really, they're grasping everything that's going like on around my,
2: them. My son, if we drive somewhere, we drive six months later, he goes, that's so-and-so, or this is, and, you know, you're an hour away.
0: Yeah. Like, they're smart. What is your son specifically diagnosed? What, what's your son's name? Jake. Jake. So what's Jake specifically diagnosed with?
2: Down syndrome, and he has alopecia, which is, you know, no hair. So that's another
0: thing that, you know. That kid just doesn't know how lucky he is. Oh, I know. The greatest line I ever heard was in Happy Days. The older brother, Chuck, comes down, and I forget who. I think he's talking to Richie, and he says, you know, I used to think shaving was cool, but now it's just a drag. It is. (laughs) It really is. Listen, I wish I had alopecia. I hate hair. I shave
1: my head just because I want it. I don't want to have it. You don't have alopecia? (laughs) (laughs) Todd, you're my friend. You're not supposed to laugh at his jokes. you laugh at my jokes, all right? (laughs)
2: 13 percent of uh
1: all downs have alopecia
2: oh
0: do they really it's really auto,
1: it's an autoimmune
2: disease yeah i i didn't know yeah, that i didn't know that those but, are the things you learn as you go along you know my
0: my cousin bobby though he's he was one of four he was the youngest because my aunt ella had kids a little old late little, in life you Neil know, a little late in life i know the the likelihood of that goes up but out of his four of his other three siblings he's the only one left alive and he's he's pretty old I, bobby's like he's got to be sick or early sixties, mid sixties. Uh, that puts him up towards the record. Yeah. He's in New in,
2: Jersey. I think the,
0: well, he's was, in, f- he's in
2: Florida. The one article I saw in uh, the paper a couple of years ago, she was 69. She was the oldest. Yeah. Uh, we we, we a had trial. a
1: guy grow, growing up in North Arlington. We had a guy with down syndrome and the guy's name was Vinny Macaluso. And he was just accepted, you know, he was just one of us, you know, we didn't look down on him. We didn't, you know, we didn't talk bad about him. He was just one of us, you know, and, and that's, that's the way I was born and raised. I don't know if this is good or bad, but one of the swim team uh,
2: members goes out drinking with our guys. Vinny used to drink with us all the time. (laughs) What's that like? Oh, it's
1: fun. (laughs) You know what? They're no different than us
0: though. They're wise asses. Oh, yeah. If you actually look up the
2: definition with Down syndrome, they're wise asses.
0: Mike, Mike, it's funny you said it, because my cousin has absolutely the worst mouth I ever, I haven't seen him in a long time, don't get me wrong, but he had absolutely the worst mouth I ever heard on a human being. Every other word was F, every other, it was this, like, he didn't know how to formulate a sentence without those words. So he grew up in North Jersey. (laughs) You know, in Special Olympics all the time, we talk about inclusion,
1: you know, but with this guy, Vinny, that I was talking about, we included him back in the day before we knew what, what special was, was all yeah. about. You know, we just included him into everything we did. You know, it was just, if we were going out, you know, we we're going to go hang out when I mean, when we were a teenager, we weren't really going out drinking that much anyway. Yeah. You know, we'd go out. <laughs> tell him to shut up. We <laughs> we'd go out. We'd say, "Hey Ben, come on, we're gone. You know, we we wanted boys. We'd include them with us, and there was no sign. We never treated them indifferent.
0: I think growing up, the only kids that really got with any type of special needs were because we didn't know it was the autistic, <clears throat> autistic kids. I don't remember
1: much of autism when uh, we were kids. Well, you know, was- when when they were autistic back in the day too, or or ADD and
0: ADHD.
1: You know they were just the problem
0: kids you, you know yeah, yeah. you know how you you know and everybody grew up with them there was that one kid growing up that, that was, was off that was off yeah that was that was the autistic kid I could tell you exactly who it was growing up he used to bring in cat skulls and stuff that he found out in the woods and nail them and paint them and stuff but he was a, a brilliant mechanic
2: like I was say those are uh, yeah there were traits of serial killers yeah
0: <laughs> but him and his brothers him and his brothers I think they were all autistic because him and his brothers could they made a bicycle. I know this by welding frames together. That was at least ten foot tall with the cranks. The, one crank would go to another crank. They were amazing engineers. But, but if, we
1: didn't know what autism was when no, we were growing up. But no. if you asked, I don't, I I don't know, if there was, there was no diagnosis for it back
0: then. But no. if you if you asked him what he, you know, the normal kids that would at twelve or thirteen looking at girls and stuff, he had zero interest. He was just just pulled back from society. And no, and everybody growing up, especially people that are our age, knows that at least one person in their town that said, "Kids, a little, he's he's a little off." But it, more than likely, it was autism or Asperger's or something like that. Yeah, the high end, the high end. Yeah, yeah. So, Todd, we talked a little bit about your son. Why don't you tell us a little bit about you?
2: Well, I want to put this out. Growing up in Garfield, across the street from me was a girl named Mary. She's probably early twenties. She had a mats real bad, you know, arms all curled up. And was she a full metabite baby? No, no, no. Just, oh. just the muscles are all oh, contracted, okay. and you know, walk pigeon toed and all that. And speech was bad, you know, pretty much nonverbal. And she got picked A lot up. of, the, a lot of kids were brutal, yeah, brutal. Terrible. And I, I, I kids hated are tough. it. Absolutely hated it. And I think that's kind of
0: early on what formed. My opinions and what I thought. And now, when when you found out that you had a son with special needs, that was a bit of a shock. Did that that old mindset that like did your mind change or did were you sort of going in that direction where you're you're accepting? No, these people are just like everybody else. And I keep I hate calling them these people. That's that's the wrong terminology. But people with special needs are no different than anybody else. They just need a little extra attention in order yes. to get back to normal. Some things they're slower than others and they reach their milestones later
2: in life. Like my son did, you know, he didn't talk until he was almost five and then he didn't shut up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> when you first- I was gonna say, when you meet Jake, once you start talking to him, he doesn't shut up. <laughs> Most interesting conversations in the world are people. I've actually ones. had better
2: conversations with yeah, him right. than some of the cops I used to work with. <laughs> I hope you yeah, listen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Now, when you first bring this beautiful little baby boy in, and at what age did you know something wasn't what you would see in in, in everyday babies? Everything from the day he was born.
1: Such did as, you know beforehand? Because I know they have no. all these different tests now that you could, you know. So when, when a woman's pregnant, you can take these different tests and, and see if you're. See, it's child Down, Down, syndrome, Down markers syndrome markers, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's. Which like, is the most. Which now they have to offer you. They didn't when we did it.
0: Yeah. I Which mean. is the most stupid test in the world. And I'm going to tell you why. Because I've never met anybody who's had a Down syndrome child or child with Down syndrome who a didn't love it more th- more than a regular child. That it just you know the children are children, but never want like what say say you were to find out. That your wife was pregnant with a child with Down syndrome. What are you going to do? Keep it. Absolutely,
1: it's God's fate. Absolutely, it's God's fate. What are you? What are you going to do? So you're,
0: we'll, you're not going to uh, abort
1: a kid just because well, he has Down syndrome. That was the thing too. We about two
2: years after he was born, they now offer that test. It's there's like thirteen things they can pick up, and they give you the option. And we, you know, my wife and I, both said that even if they said he had Downs, we wouldn't have. Yeah. Absolutely. You no, know, it's against our religion, and
1: and you no, know, they're human beings. They're yeah. God's child. They're God's special children. And they're your child. It's your child. Yeah. You know, you, you, are you going to take your child's life out of the world before your child is even here, just because yeah. he's got Down syndrome? But yeah.
0: that's why I think that test is is stupid. Yes, I do. I think it's a stupid test. You shouldn't give people the option. Right. It's you're having the chi- You you created a child. It's your responsibility. You're having a child. And it's so. so you had a, a typical child,
2: but he wasn't very bright. Yeah, should he go because he's do, not? Do they have a, stupi- He's not. He's
1: not as <laughs> bright. Do they boss. have stupidity <laughs> tests for kids? Listen, your kid's not going to grow up and be that smart. Do you want to get rid of him now? Uh, he's not going to be a doctor. Sorry, <laughs> exactly. he's going to turn up to be a cop. No, get rid of him.
0: <laughs> but with the, with all the tests that they give prenatal now, it's, I'm not surprised that they're not going to develop a test like that. They're going to have genetic markers. Okay, this one's going to be this, and this one's going to be this, and then you run into the situation where you get to play God and pick and choose. You yeah. know, if you're who, looking who comes into the world and who doesn't. If you're looking for a perfect child, guess what? They don't. exist. They don't exist. Yeah, yeah I've talked to your father. He's got something different to say. <laughs> yeah, I'm
2: listen god gave me gray hair that's what i got god I'm gave not, me no hair <laughs> hey, I'm not tying it you're not growing it
0: no todd, todd, i thought you were my friend I mean, come see on. this is what friends do though we just had a whole episode on busting balls and we're still we're still reeling from <laughs> well, it
1: and listen next time we have a busting balls episode we should bring todd in todd's todd's one of the best at it you know we grew up on a corner every night and you were bored and you just hacked into
2: each other. No mothers, no sisters. We have <laughs> no, but, but
0: but see you Oh, you, we see, mothers were not off, off. Nah, we no. could say anything we wanted that about that. That would be fights. Yeah. You, you you gotta
1: realize something. Todd and I are both on the Special Olympics, New Jersey Law Enforcement Torture on Committee. And that is a family in itself. Yes. And we do nothing but break each other's balls. I mean, I I won't see Todd for five, six months. First thing we do, it's not. It's like, hey, Todd, how are you? Next thing, it's straight
0: into busting balls. <laughs> oh,
1: what did I say? To one guy, are you still alive? <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, you you get this, you get this baby that you you identify as some. There's something not out of the ordinary no, with it. Oh, it was a shock. Yeah. And what was that? What was that conversation between you and your wife? Was Jake your first? We had twins. Those were our first. Okay. So you wait. Jake is a twin. Yeah. Yeah. So. The other twin is there's she's going to play D1 ball. She's going to D1 ball. Wow, that's a interesting little wrinkle. But the, you know what? I've I have seen that before. I have seen that. that that's times why before. we haven't had
1: Todd in here because he's always involved with Jake in, in Special Olympics and with his daughter. In uh, two of them, they're not, at least now they're on the same team. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> He's always coaching something and going to to go to this game and have to go to that game. They're they're elite travel, so that's all Oh, that's crazy.
0: What was that conversation like with your wife? So she just
2: gave birth, and the head of neonatal delivered them, and they worked 24 hours. So the next doctor came in. It was a uh, female Indian, and she said, I sent your son's blood out to be tested. And I'm like, for what? She goes, for Down syndrome. What do you mean? Well, he has some of the things, you know, the um, the uh, almond-shaped eyes, the simian crease in the hand, um, the tongue licking, the tongue thrusting. She goes, a lot of babies do that, you know. So three days we had to wait. That was a long three days. Well, I'm sure. And I'm walking in with the two carriers to take the kids home, and the head of neonatal pulled me aside. He goes, I need to talk to you, too. And I knew right as soon as he said it. You know, it's funny. I accepted it right there. You know, it took my wife a little longer.
0: Did she go through any type of postpartum depression because of it? Um, or just a woe was me?
2: No, not so much that. But it was also, they were preemies. They never slept at the same time. So it was like 24-7, you know. So we were both so burnt out. And I actually took two months off. I prayed to go back to work. <laughs>
1: Now, hey, hey, Chief, can I come back tomorrow? Yeah.
0: After after the birth of your children, was it another discussion? Do you have any other children? No, yeah, we have a, a fifteen-year-old. So you you chose to do it again, going through possibly the same stressors. I don't know what the genetic markers are. Is if you have one Down syndrome child, is it a higher risk for another one? No, it's it's sort of totally random. I think it's like twenty-five million to one to have uh, two with Downs.
2: But we did meet a couple when I think they were like three or four. We went to Point Pleasant to Jenkinson's and saw a young boy, probably about 15. And he was thin and muscular, which, you know, you're used to downs because of the throat, uh, slow thyroids that they're heavy set. Mm. And we're like, wow, that's great. Jake, you know, Jake could be like this boy. And we see him going on rides and stuff. And then we see a little girl with Downs in a um, um, cart, whatever. Um, stroller. stroller. But she was, you know, like six or seven. So we're like, nah, they can't be together. And then the two walked up to each other. So we talked to them for a while. And they waited eight years. And like I said, it's $25 million to one. Wow. That's a, that's a, a better chance of hitting a lottery. And she was on a fe- – this one was on a feeding tube for life because her stomach wasn't connected to her. But, know, but, but Jake is
1: fully functional.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, oh, He's a jack little bastard.
1: What, oh, what, did, what's did, up did, with – you got to see his son. His son is jacked.
0: He's and I, a swimmer in Special Olympics, all that. He's, I know we're talking specifically about Down syndrome right now, but my cousin had this. He was the strongest individual. I mean strong, where he'd come in and we'd wrestle. because They used but, to say our strength. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. He would come in and wrestle. He was a little bit older than me, but he would come in and wrestle, and it wasn't even a challenge for him. It really wasn't even a challenge, and he would laugh. I mean, laugh and call me every name in a book, but just – the is that – I it, I don't know if that's a marker of Down syndrome. I really don't.
2: I think a lot of it is they don't have um, – like, in our minds, we don't want to hurt anybody. mm So we have those limitations. I I think they lack some of those. Okay. Uh,
1: Plus, it's it's like acceptance to them. You know, they see everybody breaking chops, so they start breaking chops. Oh, they! I love Uh, their
2: personality. Oh,
1: it's
0: fantastic! It is. You cannot walk away from a child with Down syndrome without smiling. It's almost impossible. So I go to anybody with
1: intellectual disabilities. You know, not not I'm not no, going we we're not just going to put this True. on down syndrome anybody with intellectual disabilities. You cannot walk away from one of those people without having a smile on your Even face. Even the
2: non-verbals are yep. a little wise asses. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the autistic ones cuz 50% of them are non-verbal. Yeah. Yeah. But just yeah. you can see it in their eyes and their hand gestures
0: and you know, they'll pull pranks on each other <laughs> I imagine when you get together for uh, the special olympics events I imagine that's that's just a terror.
2: And you get to know all the other kids around the state, too. Yeah. We have the largest swim
1: team. I think it's like 34 swimmers. Well, what, what do we have, 35,000 athletes in New Jersey? Just probably just under that. now.
0: 34,000?
1: Yeah. yeah, about yeah. 35,000
0: athletes in New Jersey. Well, and when
1: I started, I think it was eight.
0: Yeah. Well, how did you get Jake in, involved in sports? Was that just something that you were involved in as a kid, and or did you see something in him that so, brought something out?
2: Well, he's competitive because his twin sister, you know, she would bet you on who could get her pajama on faster, or who could eat her cereal faster. You know, everything was a competition. And his coordination from when he was very young is like he could throw a ball straight.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: And. Uh,
1: he's a trip. See, hey. see, see and, and that's the thing right there. See, when Todd was just talking about this, his son, didn't he couldn't even get the words out and a smile came on his face.
0: That's what's so special about Special Olympics. Yeah, I have long said that sports in general, for for young people, there's something that it teaches them so far beyond the athletic act itself. It teaches them teamwork. It teaches them how to win. It teaches them how to lose. And that's on down the line. It teaches them patience. It teaches them.
2: And, you know, you don't think that with kids with disabilities, but you'd be amazed at, you know, you do an eight-hour frigging uh, meet, and they're good all day long.
0: I can't even. Uh, my son, my kids wrestled one year, and sitting through those wrestling matches was mind-numbing. Just eight hours, and they're wrestling for three minutes. See, I'm fortunate
2: because with the swim, I help coach, mm-hmm. and I do the medals presentation at the the meets. So I'm I'm busy all day. The parents up in those bleachers, it's got to be 30 degrees hotter up there. Oh, yeah. On one meet yeah, I was up there, I'm like, I got to go outside. <laughs> so God bless the parents that, that'll sit through that stuff.
0: Well, has having a child with special needs put a strain on your relationship with your wife at all? Any more so than having children in general?
2: No, but also my wife uh, travels most of the time with my daughters because she was a D1 player. Mm-hmm. So she coaches them. So that's where that's where your kids get their athleticism. Oh, absolutely!
1: Yeah, it's definitely not you, know, you.
2: They want to steal cars or something. <laughs> nope.
1: I've seen you walk. You can't put one foot in front of the other sometimes. Uh, <laughs> but yeah,
2: uh, <clears throat> I think it's eighty-five percent of people with a child with a disability
1: end up divorced.
2: I'm sure. I'm sure it's got to it be a strength. Yeah, you know, and Jake's high functioning. So yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm going to say one of
1: one of the lower functioning people. It's got to be. T- it's got to be. A we strain. deal with them all the time. I and mean, we we have a friend of the show, Derek. Yes. His son is, is nonverbal, you know, and I know it puts a strain on him every day. Oh you know? and he's a touring musician. He's a touring musician, you know, and you know, he leaves his, his son home with not even his mother, with with, with Derek's fiance, which is Does he play the, with the nerds?
0: No, no, he's he's no.
1: the one of
2: the guys from the nerds his son is autistic. Uh, don't oh, ever
0: yeah. don't ever eat the Pop Tarts. On stage, because I used to bounce for for them when I was working in the club. Nerds, and, and I I snuck on their jalapeno flavored pop tarts. Ooh, <laughs> they're disgusting.
1: No, is it a the singer? No, a friend of ours is a, is a guitar player from Overkill, thrash okay. metal band. He's got a a, a nonverbal uh, son, and like Kevin said, he's a, he's a world traveling musician. You know, and his girlfriend is a saint. His, his girlfriend isn't the the birth mother of the child, and when he goes on tour. She takes care of. She takes care of him.
0: It's oh, yeah, it's 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 crazy. And Derek, Derek is he's got cerebral palsy. Young Derek, he's got cerebral palsy and he's got autism. Yeah, and That's he's tough. non and he's nonverbal. The cerebral palsy is a lot of work. Yeah. Well, what is what is Jake? He just broke his hip too. Yeah. So you know, if you're listening, Derek, get better, buddy. What is Jake's mental age? Um, well. No.
2: I always joke he's got a bunch of things I don't have. He's, he makes the honor roll, six pack abs. <laughs> Something giant. else I can't say. You <laughs> <laughs> didn't get that from the Irish side. <laughs> Good for him.
0: Good for him. See, That's the, why the, the Lord always makes up. He always, there's there's balance. A compensation. There's balance. A compensation. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but if you were to guess, like where, where does he sit <laughs> mentally as far as age group?
2: I don't know, it's tough to say. Yeah, yeah. He can read pretty well. Yeah. Um his writing's decent. I've seen cops that have worse. <laughs>
0: Doctor, read, doctors that have worse. Read accident reports from the inner city, which yeah, I used yeah. to have to do. It was awful. Maybe ten or twelve. That so he's fairly high functioning.
2: Yeah, on yeah. a on a grand scale, he's on a grand scale, he's uh he's
0: very high functioning. He's you said he's eighteen. And He's about to become an adult as, do you ever worry about having a physical adult with the mindset? Because I have a 12 year old right now. He's about to turn 13 and they think they know everything. Of course they are. You're the, bulletproof to you about 25. You, they think they know everything. Is that the case with him? Because On some things, there's yes. some things I want to put his head through the wall. Does he, does I'm he, not going to
2: lie. He must be disabled. I still want to put his head
1: through he, a
0: wall. Does he, does he push it to the limits every once in a while?
2: Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> this weekend. So do you I you, his mother was going to
0: kill him. Do you ever worry about having the body of an adult and the the mind of a of a teenager of a preteen?
2: No, he's small, so that's the only saving grace. Yeah. If he was my size with his build, I couldn't take oh, him. Oh yeah, I'd have to hit him from behind.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. I, like I, I'm, a, I'm telling you, you got to see Jake. Jake is jacked up. Oh, he, he works really out is. twice a day.
0: <laughs> that's wonderful. That's wonderful. Yeah. Now, what shot does he have? at, I mean, like my cousin has a job. He, he and it's not. It's not a. You know he's not going to be, ever be a CEO of a corporation, but he's got a job that's fulfilling to him. Yeah, yeah, and they're usually very good at it. Yeah. So, so there's a there's a story, a, a police story. You know, I used to get coffee, and I hate Quick Check. I, I'm sorry, Quick Check, but I hate your coffee. All right, but the Quick Check hires people with special needs yes. to work the coffee bar. And the, the, her name was Amy. Her dad was a retired newer cop. And every time I go in there, she just she would always say, "What's new?" Like, that's what she do. It was, and she slurred, so it, was, it sounded like snow, but it was the cutest thing in the world to me. I would go in there to get my coffee there, even though I hated damn coffee. Just to see her. Just to see her, because yeah. she made my day brighter. Here's my thinking. She was probably making, at the time, $7, $8 an hour. She dressed herself, showed up for work on time. Here we are, police officers, making $100,000 a year. And there are days we go to work. Miserable. And I used to tell the guys in the station, it's itching, moaning. Yeah. Oh, my God. I can't believe I got to go. I'm, you know, do it. and she couldn't be happier. They look forward to it. Happier. Getting up and going to work. It was her purpose. Yeah. I mean, and she my son loves
2: it. going to school.
0: I'm like, that's not much. <laughs>
1: that's
2: you know, def- I, I that's definitely it your time.
1: mother. I say that all the time. I mean, you you see the outlook on, on these, you know, the, these, these Special Olympics athletes. And sometimes you, you wake up in the morning, sometimes you're like, I don't feel like doing it. They look forward to every moment of every day. I mean, it's it's unbelievable. But that
2: that definitely hurt them during. uh,
0: Oh, during COVID, during the pandemic. Yeah, no COVID. That that perspective. That (laughs) I'm I'm learning. It's my first day here. (laughs) That perspective meant meant a lot to me. And I used to people used people in the station were kind of cruel. The people in in my my headquarters were a little cruel, like ah, oh, you're you're just going to laugh. I'm like, no, I'm I'm envious of her. Like, I am so envious of her because she is thrilled to do her job. And there's days I don't want to even come but, to work.
1: But is that like a shallow personality type person? You know, that that looks down on these type
0: th- these people.
1: You well, know? you saw it. You see it when from cops when see they start the till they finish. Yeah. You, you get jaded after all those years, and you know it just. I don't know, but I say you know. You, years nine, i'll never forget it 1996 the winter of 96 i had just gotten out of the academy i was working Snowstorm. The, yeah i was no blizzard. yeah oh well, yeah i went through the academy in that blizzard that winter they came up to me and said we're having uh the uh the local winter games up at camp Coal mountain do you want to go up and give medals out you know the local you know special olympics games do you want to give medals out to me i'm like ah, it's a day out of the office let's go the first time I put a medal on a Special Olympics athlete, and we call it the Special Olympics, you're hooked. Yeah. First time I put a medal on a kid, I said, "That's it. I'm hooked. I am. I am hooked. And I volunteer for everything." Well, we always that say I, that if
2: you take somebody to opening ceremonies, oh, forget it, and they don't cry, something wrong with
1: them. Cry every time. The, the, I, the yeah, summer games, a, summer games opening ceremonies down at College in New Jersey is the most heart wrenching, filling. Oh.
2: So we line we go on the football field and we do two lines
1: and they bring each county in
2: one at a time. Gen- generally
1: with a, an honor guard in front of them and the Rutgers, Rutgers football players. Yep. And the, the and, then the, and then
2: each county, Yeah. Yep. And then the counties and they come in between you and they just high five you. They hug you. Um, the coaches that are with them. Thank you. And you know, you'll see guys just turn around, wipe their eyes, turn
0: back. Oh yeah. That's you can't walk away not touched. So there's a there's a topic that I want to get into because there was a movie made about the Special Olympics. Which one? The Ringer. It's a great movie. Okay. <laughs> funny movie. So That's at, where, that's where sitting, my third daughter was born. I'm, <laughs> I'm sitting back watching this and I'm laughing. And I had no idea Special Olympics endorsed this. I found out from Mike afterwards. I
2: met the kid, the one guy. Oh, the the, oh, he was Jimmy? Funny. The
0: roommate. Don't touch my stuff. <laughs> that's t- him. T- that's t- when the f- when the fuck did we get ice cream? That kid, <laughs> yes. that kid. So that was a that was an ad lib. That was that was him. And he was on Jackass a couple times. Like he was in one a couple of the movies. Um aged very quickly, but he he was in a couple of the movies. That kid brilliant. I would love to get that kid in here.
1: That's his personality what you saw. Oh, it, that's it, not it, acting. It, it took me a long time to watch that movie cuz I thought it was anti-special Olympics until I heard that it was endorsed by Special no, Olympics. You that's yes. why my then, CD. They,
0: then me about you, this, you picked it up and you, and you scratched, scratched it. it. <laughs> uh, but Where the fuck did we get ice cream? So that, <laughs> that movie, I felt very guilty about watching it in the beginning until I found out, like Mike said, special Olympics did endorse it. Um, but that movie, if you look at that movie and you take a step back from the comedy that's in it, it actually is doing what special Olympics was set out to do. It's their mission is to change people's minds that these are athletes; these these guys work hard. Like this is no joke. You had an able-bodied person in John, Johnny Knoxville, racing against people with special needs, and, and he losing. was losing, and he was and losing, losing. Yep. and he
2: was a he was a high school star,
0: right? And, th- and that's that's the bottom line. And then Jimmy comes well, out and he just cracks me Mike's,
2: up. Mike's been in national games.
0: Oh yeah,
1: and that yeah.
2: and I've been offered to go, but I've never gone because of having a special needs kid to leave my wife for fifteen days. it, mm-hmm. it, it, it is
1: one of the the. Greatest experiences in my life,
2: but those are the top athletes. Oh yeah, yeah. I'd put them against half
1: the college athletes. Well, you, you know what I say all the time too. The the will—I don't want to say the will to win, but the effort
0: that it these the these
1: athletes put in there. If everybody in the United States put that effort into their job every day, we'd have a perfect country.
2: I'd like you guys to come one time to a swim practice. There's a kid, Adam, has MS. And he basically has he has the use of both arms, but in the pool he can only use one. And it's two laps to warm up. He does his two laps. He pulls himself down up and down with just one arm. Facing the water. I actually in you know, the first year or so, I just stared at him because I'm waiting for him to drown. And the happiest kid in the world you'll ever meet. He has got more heart than anybody I've ever met in my life.
0: It's all about. It. So the whole reason we started this show is is to talk about overcoming adversity, and that's adversity. And yeah. guess what? It's only adversity until you. And if you think it's adver- if you, adversity,
1: if, if you think something's against you, something's building up against you. You're going to use that, you know, against you. You know, th- these athletes don't know the adversity well, that they're going through. So you know, they're, they're never taught any better. Like you said, I mean, th- there's no racism in them. No. There, there's no hate in them. They because treat that everybody. Be,
2: that has to be taught.
1: Exactly. I, I say it all the time. Racism is a, is a, is a learned learn behavior. behavior
0: yes. you, you look at a dog with three legs. Look at a dog with three legs. That dog is will play. That dog will love you. That Absolutely. dog, Because that, that dog doesn't know. That dog doesn't know that anything is different in them at all. They just know they're a dog. That's the only thing they know. So if, if these kids, they just know what they know, and they're happy about it.
2: Well, my son, we used to ask him, do you know what Down syndrome is? You no, know, he was 12, 13 years old. That's a tough question. And he would go, "Just because I'm bald. <laughs> like, okay.
0: And no. apparently okay. he's g- What's for maybe, lunch? Maybe, teach him that Down syndrome means he's very gifted down in the other areas. Well, I do that once in a while. I go,
2: oh, look at that guy. has got Downs. <laughs> <laughs>
1: as long as he doesn't have ups. Hey, as a, well, as that was
2: his, uh, he had his own little, um clothing line. Down with Jake. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. Had his own uh, <clears throat> emblem and stuff and he's taking it back. He should take the R word back.
1: Does does he still have does he still have the, the... Yeah,
0: there's a website still out there. Oh. Down with Jake. Down with Jake. Let's go let's let's blow that uh, one up. Down with
1: Jake.com?
0: Yeah. I think that's what it was. Now getting back to the ring hey, of Hey Drew, first... could
1: we get a, a Can we get a perfect, thank you. We're gonna put it up on our website. Okay.
0: Getting a getting back to the ringer for a second in the special Olympics community, how, how in general was that movie received?
1: Oh, everybody loved it. Yeah. Because it didn't portray special Olympics in a bad light. No, not, uh, you not know, at it, all. It, it gave
0: us a lot of exposure. I think the uncle. Yeah. Was, the, the was, the uncle what was, was there, wrong yeah. with, with society? <laughs> it, it's yeah, exactly. an, it's yes. an important part to play. And that, that guy, I forget his name. But he's a very good actor. Um, that's an important part to play because Super Troopers. Too. Yeah, he was in Super Troopers. He was in uh, Wolverine. Yes, um, that part there is, you know, if you if you break that apart, it's you have Johnny Knoxville who's like the average guy who could take or leave Special Olympics. Then you have the other guy that's looking to capitalize on something. It's kind of what's wrong with society, and then you have these guys that are just they're they're what's good in life, and you sort of change not you change minds and I, that's that's I was interested in that and how the general population of people involved in special olympics took that so when
2: when we do the summer games at uh college in new jersey our swim team has its own floor in the dorms because we're so big so the common area you know the mothers uh load up with food and drink and and they just have a I, they look forward to summer games so much because they're in each other's rooms, you know. you know. As a chaperone, I'm pulling
1: boys out of girls' rooms. <laughs> but but you know what it is? I mean, being part of Special Olympics, and you know this, it, it, we all look forward to that. Yes. It's the camaraderie. Yes. Well, you know, pulling it's the- boys
0: out of girls' rooms? No, no. I'm just uh, saying, it,
2: man. you know. The just- cops getting together, the cops with the athletes, the cops, the parents, and you know it, and you probably have your own, is there's always one kid that adopts you. Oh yeah, yeah. are not <laughs> ad- And you become or, very or close uh, to
1: their family. And, and, and that, and that's the thing too. There's one that adopts us. We don't adopt them. No, no. They adopt. you. They adopt you. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, I have. I mean, look at Eric. Yeah. You know, Eric, Eric. Eric is like the, the the poster. I hate to say poster, poster child. child. He's a poster child for, like the polar bear plunge. Yes. You know, and and he knows everybody, and he he remembers your name. He, you. know, He'll come running. We go down to Seaside for the, and I want to get into all the polar bear plunges and all the all the different things that we do for Special Olympics. But he'll be walking down a boardwalk. He's like a movie star walking down a boardwalk in in, in Seaside. Yeah, everybody knows. him. Everybody knows him. Well, that's how my son is. Yeah, yeah, Jake. Too. That's why we yeah. call him the mayor.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Moving forward in Jake's life, is there? I, you know, I know somebody was trying to put out something, a law stating that two people with special needs cannot marry they cannot procreate there there was somebody trying to do that some time ago do you ever worry about that for your son so
2: i guess god had his own little plan 99.9 percent of all down smells are sterile and mm. um, i was always like that
0: being my kid
2: would be the one <laughs> <laughs> but he's had a girlfriend for three years
0: yeah because I, I know th- there, there was there was actually a group of people it was people with special needs there was uh, little people weren't, weren't going to be able to procreate when there's proof that just because you're a little person doesn't mean you have a little person child there is a higher likelihood, but it's not definite and uh, because i I used to go to church when I was a little kid, and one of the, there was a there was a child a, he was a man uh, with Down syndrome and he got married. he got married to another person with Down syndrome. I don't think that they ever had children, but I would always wondered about that because I read that a few years ago, and it was kind of it was a little disgusting to me. Like, hey, listen, let them do what they want to do.
2: Yeah, yeah. who's to say they can't? Look, yeah.
1: There's a lot of people I follow they're on Instagram. I,
2: hmm? They're human beings, absolutely just like everybody else. They probably and, and we go again. <laughs> so you're a doctor, you get to choose, but the the guy that's a little slower can't have what you have because yeah, he's but, not as smart as you, or.
0: But if you say Jake is, is the mentality of a 12-year-old, that's that's where oh. I think the waters get a little muddied. I, listen, if I was 12 years old and I could, I could have gotten laid, I would have been like, hell yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> you're, you're, you're almost 15 and you're still not getting laid. <laughs> I, I
1: did twice. Twice. It worked twice. Uh, so, there, there's a lot of – there's people I follow on Instagram that are people with Down syndrome, high-functioning you know, Down syndrome people. You know and you see these athletes there is one girl and I, I I'm remiss because I can't remember her name, but I mean she's like a forty time national champion oh, in, with the
2: glasses yeah
1: in 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 gymnastics she there if that's the same one um she's an ambassador <clears throat> oh she yeah. travels all over the world for special lunch and that, that's the other thing too. The we, have, we we and... have ambassadors we have we have Bobby Fredericks. Yeah, you know, the, we have we have ambassadors, at Special Olympics that are Special Olympics athletes that go all over and talk to different people about Special Olympics, and it, it's it's heart it's it's so heartwarming to see these people. Yeah. So Jake, Jake might have the the learning capacity, or
2: not even that, but maybe just reading and writing, but
0: he, he can take care of himself. Yeah. You know, because I I think that's the that's every parent's. We, uh, every parent of a, a child with special need, their worst nightmare. I I could see it as I know Derek, our friend, uh, says it. that One day he's going to be shuffling off this mortal mortal coil, and then is my child going to be able to take care of themselves? Because you don't want that child to be put in a home or a group no, home or something. Not. Um but But you know, one day you're not going to be here.
2: No, I had I had Jake late in life. I was
0: 42 when he was born. Right. So now. Is that ever a concern for you, or you? you just, all the time. Yeah. I think about it all the time. And do you, is there a plan in place? Like I don't even know what happens. I know my cousin is. He spent the last several years in a. It's a facility. It's a, from what it's like I a understand. Group home. Yeah, it's a group home. I hate to call it a group home, but it's yeah, a facility. It's a, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But no. because it, it's a really nice one, <laughs> it's really <laughs> no, no, really absolutely. nice. But who, like, do you have to set aside certain funding for that, or does the state take them in? I don't even know how that works. The state will take him in,
2: but the only thing with that is they only have to provide uh, a roof, clothing, and food so like when Jake turns eighteen, we have to set up a special needs trust because mm. if he has any money in his name, it knocks him out of, like social security and they do that with elderly
0: too yeah
2: you know if so you have the last five years, you to get away all your your assets so if my father-in law passes away and don't you know gives fifty grand to him, thinking mm-hmm. he's doing a good thing, he loses his Medicaid. Oh, you know, so if it's in the trust, even if he's in a group home, if he wants to go to a Yankee game, he can take the money out.
0: Hmm.
2: Okay. If he wants to buy, you know, 10 pair of sneakers one day, he can.
0: State doesn't have to provide that. Okay. They just have to provide him with one pair. So that that's nice that, because I got, I, like, I worry about my, I worry about my children now being able to take care of themselves. Yeah. And they I worry about myself trying to take care of myself now. There's a lot of special needs my kids have, but they're not the same special needs. that that They're not registered. They're not registered at all. Maybe they should be. Maybe they should be.
2: But even, um, you know, I said to somebody, um, you know, we'll just leave the money to our daughters and they can take care of them. And they said, you know, what if your daughter gets divorced? She loses half to the husband. Mm. So the special needs, they can be executors
0: of it and then, you know, dictate where the money goes. Be- because that's got to be a, an honest, real threat for you moving forward with him down his career. Because eventually, well, you had said I think you were telling me that some of the athletes who who go into these Special Olympics events are older than you. Oh yeah, we like I said, we call them kids
1: all the time, but they're not kids. I mean, there are kids, you know. Well, but one of Jake's
2: teammates passed away two or three years ago. He was sixty-four.
1: Yeah. I'm
0: 59 and I was probably, I'm not the oldest person in the room. (laughs) So your your son, (laughs) see, here you go. Good. Your son, as, as it (laughs) pertains to competing, what do you think the biggest joy he's ever gotten out of competing?
2: My game is first medal. Yeah. Oh, he likes to win. That's for,
1: you know what? He likes to please people. Well, you you know, and, and that gets me to. The motto of Special Olympics. Let me win. But if I cannot win, let me be brave in the attempt. Yeah. They want to win. Oh God. Don't get me wrong, they want to win. But they're just as if they come in second, they're just as happy. Yeah. You know, congratulating the first place guy. Absolutely. Oh it's unbelievable. The camaraderie in Special Olympics, the 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 bond that those athletes have together. It's it is very special. It really is, and that, and that's why they call it Special Olympics because it is special.
0: Now there are several times because this <clears throat> this I found is universal with children. He gets you pissed off from time to time, doesn't he?
2: Oh hell yeah! <laughs> Friday night, <laughs> every th- I thought, I thought his Italian
1: mother was going to take him out. Dad, could, dad, can I take the car tonight? <laughs> Shut up, Jake. <laughs> you know that's funny. You know he knows he's not going to be able to drive. I was going to say that at seventeen, you know,
0: everybody else is getting you know, their when license. When you're
2: ten years old, going, yeah, Jake, when you're 21, you can drive.
0: <laughs> you ever, you ever let him get behind the wheel? No, no. He, he... Come on, I've had him on the quad, and uh, I take him on a motorcycle all the time. Love mm. that. It, it's uh, that's again, it's that self. You you always hope people don't become self aware, but you know that they are.
2: Even even if he could drive, sometimes their decision making
0: is poor. Mm-hmm.
2: Or, uh, I mean, because they could get well, distracted, yeah, too. Yeah, too. they be sitting there
1: going, hey.
2: It's, you know, they might, I, I, I don't know if he would just drive through a red light, not seeing it or not knowing what it's supposed to be or not caring. Maybe
1: or. looking at his dashboard lights. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm
2: a> squirrel. <laughs>
0: Which is me. Yeah, but my wife does that, too. So it's like yeah. red, 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 blue, 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 blue. Yeah, it's it's very easily distracted. That's, that's a interesting thing. So what's, is he looking at some sort of job? What's he, what's he doing to move forward?
2: Well, the thing right now is
0: he's, you know, I want to be a police officer
2: like you. And I'm like, you can't, you know, not till you're 21 and you're going to talk to the chief for me.
1: And you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it, are you 17? Kind of. Is he in high school or is he in a
2: specialized a school? Or? No, he's a senior. He's senior year. high school.
0: I got to be honest. He's actually you. been on uh,
2: the varsity swim team for this is his fourth year. Really? He lettered freshman year. He got his he got his uh, his varsity letter before his sister. She <laughs> was uh, softball in the spring.
0: I, I don't have any. You have a varsity problem. jacket and all that? Oh, yeah. Well, look at him. From the little you've told me about Jake, <clears throat> I don't think I have any hesitancy and allowing him to become a police officer, even if you were to tell me his true mental age, and I'm not saying it is, his true mental age is 12, because have you seen some of the people they're hiring lately? <laughs> hiring now? How about the ones I worked with? Right, <laughs> right. I mean, they're, you want to talk about bad decision making? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's what it's, I
2: always say there's 44,000 cops in New Jersey, and
1: not all of them I like. Yeah,
0: yeah. maybe 20,000 <laughs> will make the 20,000 make the cut.
1: It's forty four thousand cops in New Jersey. There's like six that I like. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's sad. sad when I get
2: pulled over coming out of here, I don't to, I don't they're know. not even taking a civil service
1: test. Yeah,
0: that's that's going. Our away.
2: department, I'm told, if you're female or of color, just walk in the front
1: door yeah. and get an application. Fill out the application. I'm like, oh my god, that. Well, was you a- know, you know, and and that's another thing. Not not to get away from Special Olympics, but you know, nobody wants to be a cop anymore. No. So they're, they're they're scrounging to get mm-hmm. cops. Which, you're, you're going to get the lower, lower barrel people that are going to want to be cops now. Um,
0: <clears throat> yeah. That's a story for <laughs> now. Maybe come back next week. and We'll talk about that.
2: Mike's hard on. The
0: mic, sorry, <laughs> so your, your son is, um, it sounds like an amazing young man and, and truly is. That's I mean, the it, luck. It, yeah. And don't, I know it's got to be tough for, for your daughter because I know your eyes are on him a lot. Oh,
2: absolutely. And your I mean, daughter she's, might she's, feel she's, neglected. Beautiful girl, great athlete, great personality.
0: You're just like, ah, oh, he'll she'll
1: take care of herself. But, Don't you know, worry about her.
2: everybody comes up and hey, Jake, hey, Jake, and walks
1: right past her. Mm. But but your daughter is like a mother figure to Jake too.
2: The younger one is.
0: Yeah, I, yeah, <laughs> <Not his twin. laughs> yeah, yeah. But at some point it's, it's, that's going to change where she's going to wear that like a badge of pride.
2: Oh, absolutely. I, I she mean, is. she's she's very protective yeah, of him. Very but, protective. But, you know, they're also like me and my brother. Yeah. 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 So don't you, don't hurt one of us, but we'll hurt each other. Exactly. And he was a cop too. We actually fought in
0: uniform. Oh wow. <laughs> so is there any again, okay, maybe come back next week and we'll talk about that. <laughs> it was it was off duty. So is there is there any plugs you want to throw out? Any anybody where you want to lead our audience to?
2: If anybody wants to be a volunteer, um
0: Snj.org. Yeah. It's a great website. It has
2: events, volunteers. And there's a lot of uh, volunteers, oh. although the pandemic, I guess, did uh, yeah. a job on it because they were looking for volunteers for the golf outing,
1: which we never had to do. Yeah. I think that'll
2: come around again. Summer games, there's
1: hundreds, hundreds of volunteers. I, I mean, there there are so many different things, too. You got uh, NJLETR.org, you know, the uh, New Jersey Law Enforcement Torch Run. Well, that's org. within yeah. SONJ, too. That's all within, you know, SONJ. But if anybody anybody wants to get involved in Special Olympics, uh, it, it is a life changing thing. Nice. It really is. Like I said, we have the the summer games. Uh, we have the opening ceremonies for the summer games, which is a must see event. It's a three day event. We have winter games. We have we haven't had it, but we had a plane pull in Newark Airport. That was a lot of fun. That's always a lot of fun. Me and you always <laughs> used the team up on the runway, pulling the planes back and <laughs> yeah, I lose my voice every year. <clears day. clears throat> we have three polar bear plunges a year. Lincoln Tunnel Challenge. The Lincoln Tunnel Challenge. We we have the three polar bear plunges. We have one in uh the turkey plunge, we have in thanks, November.
2: Thanks for giving plunge. Thanks
1: for giving. It's in uh Asbury Park. In January we have Wildwood. And in February we have Seaside Heights. Which gets about forty-eight thousand people showing. Yeah. It's... Oh, we were raised two million dollars in in one day.
2: Hmm. I mean, that's freaking amazing. Thirty-two cops raised two million
0: dollars. <laughs>
2: yeah, the, the law enforcement volunteer committee is still prize of
0: thirty-two cops. It's not the hardest sell. In in all honesty, it's not the hardest sell in the world. Now, our nonprofit dental development project. We help first responders, and. uh, You go out and you just, hey, listen, first responders who are in need, going through a little bit of suffering, maybe a loss of life or something like that, get people to try to give money to that. Now, how about giving money to special needs? Now, if you don't give money to that, you're a jackass. You're a heartless bastard. (laughs) Exactly. So it's not that hard of a sell. So I I believe those numbers. I really do.
1: Well, you know, it's funny, too, because all all you really have to, and we have, you know, uh, we have the... the. um, Red Robin stuff that we do with, you know, um,
2: we have our big events and then every guy usually does a smaller event. Yeah. You no, know, I always did the comedy old, show. Todd always did a comedy Which, show. I mean, it was good for Devil's twenty twenty five thousand $25,000 for the night.
1: Yeah. Right. He, he would run a comedy show and make $25,000 for special Olympics in one night. Well, I mean, me, listen, there's a lot of work behind it. It's not one night, but one me, night. Let event. me know
0: when you run that. I got some, I got some people I can send your way. Cool uh we're coming to the end of this thing here and normally what i ask every guest is what has your suffering taught you but it sounds like other than having a teenager in the house there really is no suffering but i do want to know what's your involvement especially as it pertains to your son jake what has that taught you about life to appreciate it a lot more um to be forgiving Your skin is probably thick as hell.
2: Well, that started growing up in North Jersey. (laughs) And being being a a cop. And
1: being on a torturing committee. Yeah. Because we
2: are ruthless.
1: (laughs) (laughs) See, that's how we show love. The more vicious you are. You know what I mean? I tell people, if I don't like you, I'm not talking to you. Me me and Kevin say it all the time. Me and Kevin bust each other's chops ruthlessly. It's because I care about Kevin. I'm not going to come out and say, Kev, I care about you. Kev, I love you. Does that
0: but on, you know, queer, <laughs> just like what Smitty called me. We had a we had a guy over here who he was, he was <laughs> suffering with sobriety, and I'm like, "Hey, Smitty, you know, I, we we lost you for a while, and I love you." And I, he goes, what are you talking about queer. Don't <laughs> queer? I'm like, but that's our generation. That, that, that,
1: that's a way we show our our love and yeah. appreciation for each other, and that's what that's what the tort the torture on committee is so special to me because we're all a group of people that have the same mindset." and have a common goal of special olympics and raising money. New Jersey is one of the only states and correct me if i'm wrong. All of our athletes go to all of the events. Whether there's, it's summer games, winter games, everything. There's no cost, no cost to, any athlete to them the or the family cuz we raise so much money. We it, this small state in New Jersey, the Law Enforcement Torch Run Committee of New Jersey raises what would we like fifth in the world. In we're number one for yeah. We're number like one for years, years, but people
0: finagle the money and they they jumped yeah. ahead of us.
2: We won't mention states like Florida <laughs> and
0: Maryland. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Todd, thank you so much for coming in today. And I, it means a lot to us. So I'm glad you, I you. finally made it. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> when we get when we get you back for for two, it'll be another year and a half. So we'll talk about that.
1: He, he texted me the other day and said, "I know you're going to hate me,
0: but." Can we? St- can I still come in? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> well, it's important to have conversations like. this. It's important to open people's eyes to people think. You know, sometimes people have a have a likelihood to see you with your situation with your son who has Down syndrome and say, "I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry." When I guarantee, my own father. Really, I guarantee you, know, you turn around. Maybe a- they'll
2: find a cure for it. I'm like, eh, Dad, there's no cure yeah. for it.
0: I guarantee you snap right back in them so t- t- don't be sorry for me. Hell no. No, I, I'm actually... I'm a, the fortunate one. There's a lot of things about your relationship with your son that I'm, most people are very envy of, my, me included, on that one. You'll never meet a parent that's mean,
2: even if they start out mean, after a few years, that just, yeah.
1: it humbles them, and like, they like appreciate we, well, life like, more. Like we talked about, it, Eric, the poster boy for the, you know, the the... Yeah, seaside punch his mother's one of the greatest people she's the most happy-go-lucky person i've ever met and we went to her for his dad's funeral yeah like you know that's how we we become family their family yeah we become family one one of my best friends is is a kid justin marino he's he's out of uh hudson county and know his parents very well his his parents alex and, and hilda and and they accepted me like family and I go to everything that Justin does. You know, they took me to a, a Red Bull soccer game just that's because, cool. you know. And yeah, but I, you had to
0: go sit through soccer. I know. It was, it was that's, torture. That's, that's our, on the next episode of the Suffering Podcast, it's sitting through a soccer game. But I
1: was, I was with my little buddy, Justin, you know, and we had a blast.
0: Yeah. We really did. Todd, thank you so much for coming in tonight. Thank you. I really appreciate it. And that's going to do it for this episode of the Suffering Podcast. And it's all about special needs athletes. And it's, as always, let's think about all the stuff that we learned. Words hurt, especially when the intention is harmful. It's impossible to leave a conversation with a special needs person without a smile. It's only adversity if you believe it, it's adversity. And I'm going to repeat this one. Let me win. If I cannot win, let me be brave in the attempt. And that's going to do it for this episode of The Suffering Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on social media. Go to popple.com. Put in TSP20 for a 20% discount. Follow The Suffering Podcast at The Suffering Podcast. Follow Mike at Mike underscore Felice. And follow me at Real Kevin Donaldson. And we're going to see you on the next episode of The Suffering Podcast.